It can be so hard to avoid weight gain, especially with all the things going on in our life. And it can be really frustrating when we're working hard to do everything right and we're consistent. And then we step on that scale and it keeps creeping up or maybe you don't even see the scale move at all. But I recently learned a very interesting fact about how weight gain works and the super simple way to control it. So on last week's episode, I was chatting with Tina Anderson. She's the co-founder of Just Thrive Probiotic. If you haven't listened to that episode, go check it out. And she was telling me that when it comes to fat burning, you and I are basically at the mercy of two specific hunger hormones. So these hormones, which are controlled by your gut, it all starts with your gut, they are responsible for switching off your fat storing and switching on your fat burning. So when your gut can properly parent these hormones, your body literally absorbs less fat from the food you eat and burns the excess fat that you have. Oh yeah, thank you, we all want that. But thanks to our modern toxic world, it's way too easy for these hormones to misbehave and run wild. And so when that happens, you end up choosing foods you know are bad for you, eating more food even when you aren't hungry. I am so guilty of that one. And also making bad food choices because you think it will boost your mood. Again, very guilty of that one. That's why it's so important to support the health of your gut so you get these hormones under control. And thanks to Tina, my go-to gut support is Just Thrive Probiotic. I am obsessed and I am taking this during pregnancy. And you know, if you've been following me, you know I'm obsessed with my health and really keeping that lifestyle up, especially during pregnancy. Up to 80% of your immune system lives in your gut, so a healthy gut is truly the master key to staying resilient and feeling your best. And with Just Thrive Probiotic, I feel confident I'm giving my body what it needs to stay strong and balance my hunger hormones so I can avoid unwanted pounds. I trust Just Thrive because their probiotic has more clinical research than anything else out there, which is so important to me. And I love that it's vegan, it's non-GMO, gluten-free, dairy-free, and free from anything artificial. It's even safe for kids, so I'll talk more openly about how Ford has been struggling with environmental stressors that trigger asthmatic symptoms, and even that comes from gut and supporting gut health, so I have been sprinkling a little bit of the Just Thrive probiotic in his morning cereal or in his smoothie, and he loves it. He doesn't even know it's there, but seriously, I can mix it into smoothies or bake it into any recipe without potency, and as a bonus, Just Thrive probiotic can even support beautiful skin, better sleep, and a brighter mood because it all starts with your gut. So right now you can get 15% off their award-winning probiotic or any of their science-backed all-natural products when you go to justthrive.com and use promo code INVESTYOURBEST at checkout. So get your 15% off. You will not be disappointed. Go buy this probiotic to support your gut health because it all starts with your gut and support your overall health. 
Welcome to season four of the Invest Your Best podcast with Allie Kay. Come along as I casually explore what it takes to live your best life mentally and physically by focusing on the things you can control, your thinking and actions. Come and listen as I have open, real, and honest conversations about what it takes to step into action to live your best life. It's time to invest your best. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Invest Your Best podcast. I am your host, Allie Kay. And on this episode, I want to talk about all about how you can step into action during your pregnancy. You can start prioritizing your mental and physical health by just prioritizing you and also what you can do to just maintain and live a healthier lifestyle. And I will share all of my experience so far doing this in comparison to my other two pregnancies. So stick around. guys, it's been another minute since I've done a solo episode. I am 35 weeks pregnant and I'm having my scheduled C-section August 22nd. So I'm basically a solid four weeks away from giving birth. I cannot believe it. It's crazy how fast time flies, but it's also crazy how slow these last couple of weeks have gone by because I feel so pregnant, so uncomfortable, all those things, but I'm not going to complain about that on here. This is not the episode. I want to just really kind of like recap about how you can step into action, honestly, no matter where you are in your life, but I do want to kind of like narrow down to pregnancy. I had no idea me sharing my pregnancy journey. You know, I've, I've shared this from the beginning of when I found out I was pregnant and you guys know, like my overall journey is really learning how to prioritize my mental and physical health and keep that up. And that was like a promise I wanted to keep to myself during pregnancy. So who knew that working out during pregnancy was so gosh darn controversial? Like, I'll go into that later, but I mean, if you follow me on social media, I share that I've been running since, you know, or continuing to run while pregnant. I continue to lift weights while pregnant and all the things, and I've documented it, and oh my gosh, there, it has stirred up a lot of controversy seeing a pregnant woman move their bodies during pregnancy. But I want to kind of talk about that a little more in the episode. And also, I asked you guys to ask me questions. So I have like a variety of questions that you guys have asked that I'll answer too. So I do want to just say, 
one of the things about being 35 weeks pregnant, you know, going on my ninth month of pregnancy is I cannot breathe. So as I'm doing this episode, I'm probably going to have to stop a couple of times because I get out of breath. I'm a little tired. You know how that goes. So this is my third pregnancy, right? And I just want to talk about my mindset in this pregnancy versus the past two pregnancies and why I think mindset is so important during pregnancy. And obviously overall mindset is so important, but like specifically how this mindset, this change in my mindset has shifted my entire experience during pregnancy. So if you've you've ever been pregnant or if you've ever had a friend that's pregnant or a family member, it's kind of like this thing, you find out you're pregnant and people are like, oh, you know, now's the time to like indulge and relax and, you know, just pause, like kind of like giving that permission to just kind of like put everything on hold because you're pregnant. Now, I don't see anything wrong with this and I'm not criticizing this mentality, but I had this mentality the last two pregnancies where I put everything on hold and I'm not talking about like, I like, I'm not talking about like, um, hustle culture or that's yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Like hustle culture. Like I, I truly think that, you know, pregnancy is a time to, to listen to your body, to take the naps that you need, to step back from work, to not do all the things. I agree with that. I'm talking about the mindset of like saying, okay, I'm going to like eat all the things during pregnancy. And then when the baby comes, I'll start caring about my health, you know, like putting that on pause, like, oh, I'll just get my life together when the baby comes. I'll just do this while pregnant or I won't do this during pregnancy, like almost like everything pauses, especially when it comes to you, Um, whether it's your health or working out or whatever. It's like, oh, when the baby comes, that's when I'll like truly care. And I had this mentality the last two pregnancies, and I'm just sharing that this mindset added no value to my life whatsoever. And as a result of having that specific mindset where, you know, I wasn't going to provide structure in my life, I wasn't going to prioritize my physical and mental health during pregnancy, I had unhealthy pregnancies. You know, I gained rapid weight gain. I had gestational diabetes. I had terrible birth experiences, especially with Lucas. My second one was a C-section. But, and then postpartum, especially with Ford, I kept gaining weight postpartum because I had adapted this like pregnancy lifestyle of indulging and really like just not caring, you know, so much about myself, like putting myself on the back burner that I lost myself. You know, you guys all know my story, but what I'm trying to say is that mindset really set me back. It it didn't add any value, especially during pregnancy, and then it continued to set me back. So I did post a video and gosh, it got like 12 million views on Instagram. And this is where it was like super 
controversial where I showed a video of myself eight months pregnant in my last pregnancy versus me eight months pregnant running on the treadmill this pregnancy. And I said, you know, the difference in these videos is my mindset. Now, a lot of people were upset. They're like, you're comparing your bodies. Well, I, I see how that can be like, um, thought like that's what I was doing but at the end of the day I was both eight months pregnant in these videos it really wasn't like a huge difference in my bodies but honestly when I made the video I was like I need a clip of where I was in pregnancy last pregnancy and this is the only clip I could find on myself so that's kind of where that came but like when I look at that clip from me last pregnancy I see that girl who had you know no structure I was putting myself last. I was doing all the like indulgences, you know, the cupcakes, the ice cream. Like I felt really sick. I could barely walk, especially eight or nine months pregnant. I mean, I can barely walk now, but it was like a different, it was like, like I had so much weight on my body during that pregnancy. I could barely walk. Like I I didn't even want to walk from like the bedroom to the kitchen like I could barely do anything in that pregnancy and and I don't know I just see everything that you know I represented like what I went through during that pregnancy in that video that you know I guess you can't really see it unless you were there so that's what I meant by that video and then this video when I see myself running on the treadmill at eight months, you know, that mindset's like, oh my gosh, I got to move my body to feel good mentally. And that's, I'm still giving myself that time. And I know like giving myself that time where I move my body is making me more resilient to the stress. You know, it's making me stronger mentally and physically. It's putting me in a better mood. I'm happier. I see a woman that's driven, like my drive is still there during pregnancy. So that's kind of where I met, like what I meant with those videos. But oh my gosh, the comments have been crazy. Like you should not be running while you're pregnant. You're doing, you know, you're, you're trying to make other pregnant women feel bad. And if you guys know my journey, that's not what I'm trying to do. If anything, I'm trying to just show that like this new mindset that I've adapted throughout the past like three and a half years of this journey that I've shared with you guys has truly carried on even during pregnancy where I've struggled so hard in the past. So really stepping into action during pregnancy is adapting the right mentality. For me, prioritizing my mental and physical health has been so important. In the beginning, I struggled with prenatal depression where like I felt really overwhelmed, you know, with emotions, with moods, with feelings. And, you know, I didn't work out for like a solid couple weeks. I was so sick. And then I was battling that depression. And I think like one day I was like, I got to do the bare minimum and walk and like do something. And that kind of just like snapped me out of it, you know, and it or it snapped me out to the point where it got me back in my structure where I was like, you know, putting, making the time to move my body for my mental and physical health. We'll be back after a quick break. Blast off with Space Vacation the Musical as the Bloom family from the bright yellow planet takes a wild, weird, and wonderful intergalactic summer vacation. 
With original songs and stellar comedy, their trip goes delightfully haywire. Fun and adventure for all ages. Space Vacation the Musical on all podcast platforms now. Subscribe today. And, you know, with like this third pregnancy was definitely a surprise. And I think that also contributed to all the emotions that I was feeling. And I feel like if I had let myself put myself on the back burner, meaning like not truly care about my mental health and physical health. And the way I do that is move my body, you know, focus on foods that fuel me you know, tune into my mindset, journal, you know, like really take the time for myself. If I didn't continue doing that, I don't think I would have been resilient and been able to just like handle this pregnancy. You know, pregnancy is a really hard time. I have struggled. I've always struggled with like body image um, throughout my entire life. And, and especially during pregnancy, you, your body changes, your body's not your own. And, you know, you have to be strong for the baby, but at the same time, it's important to tune in and be aware of what you truly need. And that's why I honestly think that pregnancy is not the time to put yourself off. Meaning like it's not the time to say, hey, I'll care about myself when this baby comes. I'll care to get into a workout rhythm or really truly focus on, you know, the the good foods, the foods that fuel me and stuff. I'll do that later on when the baby comes. I think during pregnancy, the time is now. This is more the time is now to prioritize yourself because not only are you growing a baby, but like you know, you're stepping into the role as a mother or bringing on another child. Like there's so many stressors coming at you, hormones, changes, you know, environment, like living situations and like all the things that are changing. And it's time when you, what's my saying? When you, you know, prioritize your self, you give your best self to others. And it's just, it's not the time to put yourself on the back burner is what I'm trying to say. So really stepping into action has to do with mindset. If you guys knew how many times I had to stop this just to breathe, I'm like dying. Um, I just want to also say like, I'm not saying don't indulge during pregnancy and you have to live this like amazing healthy lifestyle that I have not been doing that to keep things real I just ate a hot fudge brownie Sunday, you know and I'm owning it I wanted it I enjoyed it it's over and it's all good you know but what I think is like there's a moderation to it there's a way to truly check in to how you're feeling and like I know like this past weekend my husband was gone with the kids and I stayed in because what the heck are you supposed to do in Florida when it's 100 degrees and you're nine months pregnant you know and I really didn't want to like work or anything like I just stayed inside the house usually like when my kids and my husband leave for the day I can like dive into work and catch up on things but like I just wanted to be lazy and lounge around there's nothing wrong with that I don't even want to call it being lazy like I just wanted to rest well resting also comes with you know eating all the foods and snacks in the house and you know I did that for two days and I felt like crap 
and I'm aware of that. Like, I don't, I feel like my last pregnancy, that's all I did. Like, every day was, like, this past weekend, how I lived, where I just indulged, 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 and I didn't move my body, and I ate all the things, and I felt like crap, you know? So, it's becoming aware of that, just even when you're not pregnant, like, tuning in how certain foods make you feel, you know? And so, I'm to the point where it's, like, no, I don't, I, like, today was Monday, and I wanted to get on the Peloton, I wanted to move my body, I focused on, you know, the foods that fueled me, and then tonight, I was, like, uh, I'm gonna have, you know, a little bites of a hot fudge brownie sundae, and I didn't let it consume me, but I enjoyed it, and it was good, and now I'm moving on, you know, so there's, like, that awareness, I think, and that moderation as well. Okay, so you guys asked me some questions, I'm going to answer them. That all have to do with like the theme of prioritizing your mental and physical health during pregnancy and stepping into action. And really quick, along with mindset, you guys, I want to back up to like mindset is one way you step into action during pregnancy. Two, you guys, I preach it 24-7, move your body for your mental health. I get a lot of questions about, oh, can I work out during pregnancy? Can I lift the weights like you're lifting? Can I run like you're running? So here's my spiel. The answer is, one, talk to your doctor. Do not do anything I'm doing because you see me doing it while you're pregnant without talking to your doctor. Two, from my understanding, the rule of thumb is whatever your previous routine is prior to getting pregnant, So let's say you're someone who ran two miles every morning and you lifted weights. You can continue that during pregnancy. But if you're someone who's never lifted weights, it's not the time to like start weightlifting, you know, but there's other ways to move your body, which moving your body is an evidence based thing during pregnancy that is deemed healthy, you know, but there's different ways to move your body in moderation if you never really did it before. And that's walking, you know, that's low resistance, um, low impact, like cycling, those kind of things. But again, talk to your doctor. Um, and that, but if you are someone who's worked out prior to pregnancy, from my understanding, like I'm doing, you can continue that during pregnancy. Now me being in the third trimester, I've definitely lowered my weights. I've definitely been running for shorter distances. I ran a 5k the other it was like two weeks ago and I did not run the whole thing like I've never not ran a 5k and it was really humbling not to run the whole thing but I had to listen to my body and my body was saying you are walking (laughs) and that's what I did so I think truly the thing is talk to your doctor um do not start a routine that you've never done and also listen, listen, listen to your body. There's so many times where I've started a workout and I feel that pressure in my pelvic area. Um, I feel the pressure in my legs that day um, and my hip flexors and I'm like, I'm not feeling it and that's okay. That's where I like I stop and I stretch, but I give myself that time. So even if you're someone who's never worked out before, stretching is a great thing. Um, I also shared that like exercise ball, which I got off of um, Amazon and babylist.com. It's like one of those, it's a workout ball, but it's also like a labor ball where you can bounce on it and circle your hips to strengthen the pelvic floor muscles, 
when I'm at the office, I bounce on it um, rather than sitting in a chair. It just like feels good. So that's like another great way. But I think carving out the time for yourself, even if you're not pregnant, you know, carving out, I've been telling my coaching clients like 10 minutes a day to stretch and move your body and then bump that 10 minutes up to 30 minutes, you know, get there, have it stack that time to really get to 30 minutes of moving your body for your mental and physical health. All right, deep breaths, deep breaths. I'm not running out of breaths yet. Oh my God, it is so hard to breathe at the end of the pregnancy. If you're like me and you're pregnant and you're having trouble like me breathing, I shared on my Instagram the Spider Tech tape. Um, you can tape it where it rele- releases the pressure from your diaphragm. Those are really, really great, um, great option. Just wanted to share that as I'm like struggling for breath. I don't have my tape on. Um, Okay, what to do when trying to get pregnant, workout and food-wise. I'm going to be honest with you. You guys know baby number three was not in the works, not planned. Um, But it's ironic because, you know, I was on like over 100 days being (laughs) alcohol-free. I was really cleaning up my diet. Um, I was moving my body consistently. I was pretty focused on living that healthy lifestyle so that I guess is a recipe to get pregnant for but I will just say this I think if you're trying to get pregnant learning more and more about alcohol and how it strips us of the nutrients and minerals and like all the things in our body I really don't think alcohol will be helping you get pregnant. So my biggest advice, again, I am not a medical doctor, but if you're trying to get pregnant, I would give up alcohol and see how you feel. And I believe me, you will not regret it. It's been over 300 days since I've had a sip of alcohol, and that's over 300 days of waking up without a hangover, and I'm loving it, loving it. So go try it. All right, next question comes from Tanya G1919. How much did you gain so far? You look amazing. Um, so I've probably gained over 40 pounds by now. My last appointment, I gained like a little over 30 pounds, and that was my last appointment. My new appointment is on Thursday, and I'm pretty sure I've gained at least five or six more pounds. So I'm just going to say, round up, I've gained about 40 pounds. Um, I know the baby's like five pounds right now, Um, but I'm really, I'm not really worried about weight gain. Here's the thing. I think it's really messed up that you have to see your weight every time you go to the doctor when you're pregnant. I struggle with that so bad. I hate the scale. I hate stepping on the scale. I hate stepping on the scale knowing the number is going to go up even when I'm pregnant, you know? Obviously, you have to gain weight during pregnancy, and that's healthy, and that's normal, but psychologically, it's 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 really a struggle for me. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to keep it real, um, but 40 pounds, it's funny because I posted how I gained 30, and a lot of people are like, no way, you've already gained that much. I was like, dude, I feel like that's like an accomplishment for me because my last pregnancy, I was already up like 70 pounds by now. So 
everyone's different. I say please don't get caught up on the whole weight gain. I know a lot of like, I'm retaining a lot of water too, you know, and I just, as long as the baby's healthy and I don't have gestational diabetes and my doctor's really not saying anything about my weight gain as of right now, I feel good. So don't get caught up on the weight gain. Someone also told me that if you tell the nurse when you go weigh yourself that you don't want to see the scale, they'll honor that. So if you're someone like me who struggles with seeing that scale every appointment, say you don't want to know, which you don't know won't hurt you. All right, next question was, how was your first trimester in working out? Didn't you have nausea and fatigue? Yes. Okay, so obviously I am someone who already had the structure and the rhythm of moving my body every single day for my mental and physical health prior to getting pregnant. When I found out I was pregnant, I was super sick. If you followed along, I was sick up until like week 13, like terrible in my bed. Um, I was dealing with prenatal depression too. I am someone who definitely like cycles through high highs and low lows in general, as far as like mood. Um, and I've talked openly about that and before in the past on my podcast. And so when like the pregnancy hit me, whew, it, it just, it was, it was a lot and I didn't move my body for those weeks, you know? And I'm also someone who has become very aware of like my moods and stuff. And I, I've, I've learned as time goes what I need to do in order to get myself back into a rhythm. And that's exactly what I did. Like I finally got myself out of bed and I said, I'm just going to go for five minutes outside. And then, you know, the next day it was up to 15 minutes and then I started building and I got back into my rhythm. So if you are someone who is nauseous and you're tired, definitely give yourself that time to rest your body, but also know like this is the time to really prioritize your mental and physical health and get a workout in and get get moving um, for, for your mental health. We'll be back after a quick break. Hey, quick question for you. Are you someone who wants to be fit, healthy, and happy? And what if I told you you could get your dream body by simply just listening to a podcast? I'm Josh. And I'm KG. And we are the hosts of the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Listen, we get it. Fitness isn't easy. Carbs, no carbs. Just stop, okay? It doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's why we made this podcast. We get straight to the facts so you can become your best you. So the way to check us out is click the link in the show notes or search Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. Okay, so this question is kind of similar. They asked Maria Sanchez. She's 11 weeks right now. I want to work out, but I feel nauseous and tired all the time. How did you do it? So again, rest your body. You know, give your body that time that you need. But, you know, when you're ready, start small just like I did. And then if you have been listening to me, I preach about it all the time. It's the bare minimum action that drives motivation. So set a goal for yourself, whether it's like go outside for five minutes for a walk or go in your family room and stretch for five minutes or get on your bike for 10 minutes. You know, whatever your bare minimum action is, like whatever you feel is doable, 
do that, you know, and do that for a couple days. And then that small action will drive motivation where maybe, you know, you set yourself up to go for a five minute walk and all of a sudden you did a five minute walk and you slow jogged the last five minutes where it was a 10 minute thing, you know, like that's going to drive more motivation and build on that small action. So start small, set a goal for yourself, you know, tell yourself you can, you can go outside, you can go for a walk and then see the motivation come in and believe me you will feel so much better that's kind of like how i snapped myself out of it my my depression and my nausea and my tiredness was just kind of like taking that control back where like i was moving my body and i had a little structure and routine back into my everyday life so try it and let me know Okay, this is the last question because, guys, I am so sorry. I can barely get through this episode. I can barely talk for long periods of times. And this is where I just have to give myself grace and be like, okay, I did my best. This is the best I can. I got to move on. But um, they want to know why I'm having a scheduled C-section. So my first baby, Lucas, was a very dramatic birth. I pushed for almost three hours. They induced me. My body didn't respond to the Pitocin. On like day number three, my water finally broke after being in the hospital. Um, Yeah, pushed for almost three hours and then ended up in in, an emergency C-section. He was coming out crooked. Um, Yeah, did an emergency C-section. I had preeclampsia. I was pumped with magnesium for 24 hours in like a different section of the hospital. I wasn't even in like the mommy and baby unit 24 hours after giving birth. Um, I was in the hospital for like eight days. It was, it was not fun. Um, so my first one was an emergency C-section. Then my doctor said I did have the option to choose to try a vaginal birth after Lucas for Ford, but we kind of talked it out And he just said, maybe you, or she's like, maybe just opt for the C-section just based upon your experience. And I was already high risk based upon my first pregnancy with preeclampsia and um, gestational diabetes. So I was like, okay, let's just do the C-section. And now that I've had two C-sections, they did not give me an option to try a vaginal birth for the third one, which is okay with me. I don't feel less of a mother or any of that crap that you hear because you are a c-section mother um so i'm doing a scheduled c-section it's august 22nd and i'll talk more about like the c-section in my postpartum um podcast episode and kind of like the emotions and the experience around it because i feel like it's it's great a scheduled c-section because i know exactly what day i'm going in i already have two kids so i can plan accordingly Um, you know, my husband knows what day it's coming for work and all that. And you can plan, plan, plan. But it's also like, almost like you're playing God where like, you know, too much information where it gives you anxiety, you know, especially the night before, like going to bed, knowing that you're going to have a C-section and your baby's coming. And then you think of all the things that can go wrong, you know, during the C-section. That's just how I'm programmed to think. So, I know that Sunday before my C-section is going to be a lot, just a lot of emotions that I got to process and really just breathe through and 
try to find that peace, you know, where I just put all the control um, away from me because I'm not in control. And honestly, that morning, my C-sections at 7 a.m., I am probably going to do either I'll go to the gym that I'm part of where there's other people and like do the elliptical for 20 to 30 minutes or do a Peloton ride because that's the way I relieve stress and I become peaceful and just kind of put my mind at ease. So probably the morning of my C-section, I will be moving my body. So stay tuned. All right, guys, this is the best I can do for this episode. I am so sorry. I'm so out of breath. I'm so pregnant. I am pregnant AF. It is what it is. But the good news is, is that this podcast will still come out every Tuesday. We have great guests coming up. Um, So stick around for that. Every Tuesday, a new episode drops. Also, my online coaching will continue as I you know, have a baby, which is amazing because like the online coaching has motivated me and really just inspired, inspires me. And I just love working with all of my clients. I think I have about 58 of you guys right now, which has been so unreal. And if you're interested in the online coaching, basically what you get is a customized workout plan every month. You get a tailored meal plan that's to you. So if you're someone who wants to be gluten-free or you don't like seafood or you don't or you want to try vegetarian, this is a tailored meal plan all for you um, based upon your needs. And then you also get weekly mindset journal exercises. So this is where you work out your mind. And these are exercises that I have personally created. That is like the heart and soul of the program that separates the coaching program from every other coaching program out there. And then you get unlimited 24-7 chat with me. So it's all on an app. So if you have any questions or you're having a bad day, you need motivation, just message me and I will respond really quickly, especially as I'm nursing my baby. I'll be sitting on the couch a lot. I want to chat with you guys. And then there's weekly progress check-ins where I measure progress not by just weight loss, but it's also about mood, energy, progress photos, um, water intake. Are you hitting the goals that we set for you every week? And if not, what can we do differently the following week? So it's a very multi-dimensional coaching program. Um, If you want more information, you could go to www.investyourbestwithallyk.com fill out the form and then someone will be in contact with you just to see if this program is a good fit for you. Once you sign up, you will be with me, have access to me and yeah, we'll start your journey towards becoming your best self. So that's the online coaching. If you want to find me on social media, I am on Instagram and TikTok at Alexandra Will. And again, every Tuesday, a new episode will drop and yeah, That's about it. So thank you for listening and I will catch you next week.